Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go! Cheers. I was ready. Cheers. I was ready, guys. Guys! Guys! Guys. The Lions guys. have a home playoff game. Go Blue! Go Blue! Oh, yeah. Go Blue! I was happy for you guys. I bet on it. Thank you. There we go. This is the beautiful thing here from a just a Lumen Christie perspective. Lumen Christie won states for football. Jesus was involved in that. Thank you. And uh, Michigan won the national championship. You know what's next? You got to get the trifecta here. It's got to get the, the Lions. The Pistons. Oh. oh. Pistons, please. What are you talking <laughs> about? They are being sacrificed to the football gods <laughs> for, the, for this. <laughs> Lou Holtz once gave a great quote. He said, God doesn't have a favorite team, but his mother does. And she's in gold on top of our building. Oh, her name. It's wow. a good one. Question of the day, guys. Let's kick it off. We're going to do a little draft right here. We each get three picks. We're going to draft three animals to make up your NFL team. Okay? So yeah. you can only pick yeah. three. I pick three. First one to go, Ian. <laughs> I'm taking a giraffe. Oh, my God. I'll kill your team so quick. Nope. Giraffe. Good. Wide receiver, Kyle. baby. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, three animals to draft to our... Yeah, so who's your first overall pick for your team? To, our, to my NFL team. I'm going to go with, let's see, uh, an orangutan. Okay. Well, my number one pick, silverback gorilla. Kill your orangutan. Yeah, the orangutan Second, trouble. that was the giraffe, atrocious. The giraffe. Yeah, but it's my got giraffe long rip your head off. No, long the arm. giraffe ready? is way ready for up this? there. Now, look, you football. want something? I got it's something that's going to go higher. Are you ready? Peregrine falcon. Second pick for me. How are they going to catch the it ball? Doesn't, it's, it, it, it's, what is it? What is it? The ball? Is it that weighs le- no. less than the ball. It'll catch it. How? how? It'll pop it. No. We've got a Monty Python situation here. Like, how's it going to carry the coach? Go ahead. Terrible Kyle, pick. give us your second pick. Terrible pick. We'll the, let the, the people. We'll let, by the way, shut your face. We'll let the people decide. I can't shut my face. Figure it out how to. <laughs> uh, a golden uh, retriever. A, <laughs> a golden retriever. I'm going to kill your team. Air okay, Bud. Go Air ahead. Bud. Didn't elephant. You see? <laughs> I want an elephant, In baby. Eddie Font. <laughs> I want an elephant. I want the big boys. Okay, fine. You get your last pick. Go ahead. Okay. I haven't thought about this one. I only knew what, the, what my top two picks were. Um, an Eddie Font. An elephant. Um, okay, well, my elephant can throw and also be a good block. Rhino. I want a rhino. Okay. A rhino. I really hope you pick something like a Rhino's chipmunk. My, my running back. Just then <laughs> <put that laughs> to fit in ball, with your stupid-ass team. Put um, that ball right between my rhino's cheeks and just let it go. I'm going to go with Dave Batista. That's not, no. <laughs> he is an animal. Yeah. I'm allowing it. Okay. <laughs> my third pick. That's he is literally My third pick die. is an animal from Animal and Hawk. Uh, WWE. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay. I'm going to pick my last one. It's the most deadly animal in the world. It's killed more people. Excluding like mosquitoes, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus is good. Vicious, vicious. I've seen them like put the watermelons team. in their mouth and like they explode. That's really fun. We can, we can. They could probably catch with that. They open up their mouth. It's a huge catch target. Totally. Can yeah. we agree his team sucks? Sucks. My team <laughs> rip Shut your up. first draft no. head off. The, the giraffe head is way too far up. Do you there. imagine a gorilla covering 
a do giraffe. Do you know how fast giraffes can run? Do you know the gorilla when he like you know giraffes like I don't kill know how people? Fast they can run, so I'd have giraffes to look kill it up. each other by like whipping their necks. You yeah. do that to a gorilla, he'll just grab it and then just rip it off. But that's not the strategy. You literally pass interference, just, and then he's out for the rest of the I game. I don't exactly know how the heck is a giraffe going to catch with its a ball? Thank you. With its mouth. And you're yelling at how my peregrine falcon. Mouth? Yeah, how is a, how is anything going to catch all a of, ball? All of my animals can catch. All of my animals can catch. Okay. I want to thank you for listening to the point. Just kidding. (laughs) It's a good draft. Listeners, we want to hear your take on whose team you think would win. Let's review our picks one more time. I'm uh, Peregrine Falcon. Trash. uh, Silverback Gorilla (laughs) and Hippopotamus. Go ahead, Ian. Giraffe, clearly the best. Elephant and a rhino. Uh, I I think I went with the long-armed orangutan. Now it's long armed. <laughs> they have the like the longest arms. That's, it, it'd be my receiver. Go to receive. Yeah, one on one against your gorilla. Fat. It's coming okay, down okay, with. Okay, go ahead, shut up. Uh, okay, and give and, us your. And then and your then, second. And then I've got <laughs> your second uh, uh, pick. Uh, Airbud and Dave Batista. <laughs> your team fucking sucks, dude. Your team is fucking. I've trash. got Airbud. I can't lose. Oh you didn't say Airbud. You said Golden Retriever. That means you have the Golden Retriever from. What's the movie where they all run away from the house? It's an old movie with the pets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, something, uh, Home. I think Home is in it. Far From Home? or Listeners will tell us. Yeah, yeah. yeah they will. <laughs> all right. Um, our first question, we're going to go to the mailbag. Start us off on something on a team that is not in the playoffs. Of course. Eric yeah. Giannunzio writes in. He, by the way, he said, taking a week off from talking about Lamar. <laughs> Nice. Um, he said, will the Bears' positive finish to the 2023-2024 season be enough to save Justin Fields? It was For enough. those of you that don't know, the Bears have the number one overall draft pick, and I think it's the ninth overall draft pick, number one from Carolina Panthers, who had two wins. They could draft a quarterback, mm-hmm. trade Justin Fields, then draft another player at number nine, or they could trade down, keep Justin Fields, Gather some more assets, build around Justin Fields. Right. What's your guys' take on what you would do personally if this is your team, you're a Bears fan? Well, we kind of talked about this last week. Don't do it. First off, do I think this is enough to save Justin Fields? No, I do not. It was a clearly enough to save their coach. Which I, I think is weird. I can't I believe Eberflus. Not a lot of situations like that. I can't believe Eberflus got his oh, job. Eberflus. But I, I realistically – Maybe, yes, maybe. I could see them keeping him and building around him and maybe drafting like a Marvin Jones. What do you think of the comparison that people are saying? Marvin, this is Harrison, like you mean. Harrison, Marvin yeah. Harrison. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. Jr. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the comparisons of this Bears team being the Lions of last year? I hear that. Uh, from, I know Big Cat on part of my take talks a lot about that. No. End of the year, strong. No. The only thing they think that's different is Dan Campbell. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, One, I don't we ended up with a better record. Two, um, my game or two, yeah. Are their offense is not? They're winning games because of their defense, not their offense. Now, maybe that could be their identity. Maybe they're like a big defensive heavy team, and then they just have like their offense do just enough, which is what I think they've been getting by with. But you got the number one overall pick, man. Two years in a row. This two years in a row. Ridiculous. I just think like. And, and some of those quarterbacks. Well, you said yours, Kyle. I mean, two NFC North fans are here. You're going against them. So pretend you're the Bears fan. What would you want, Kyle? 
Well, I'm. Uh, what would I want? I don't know. Uh, keep sucking, I guess. Uh, but the what? Yeah, they're not a competitive team. No, she's saying as a Bears fan. Oh, if as you a, are, if imagine you're, yeah, a, Bears you're a Bears fan. fan. <laughs> you said, well, you said NFC. That was a confusing turn uh, to the question. Imagine I was, Justin Fields is on the Packers, right? Like that's kind of what. Imagine we're you're at. a Bears fan. What would you want the Bears to do? Oh, I'd probably move on to one of these highly touted yeah. prospects at the top of the draft. I don't. I've been on record. I don't think that the Bears will. There's a good chance. There's a good chance. Like these, the hype that some of these quarterback prospects are getting is like what we haven't heard in a few years. Uh, like Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow, and uh, it seems sometimes it seems like it's even bigger hype than they were getting. Uh, like these are going to be uh, league changing prospects. I don't know. I I haven't watched them play too much, so uh, the they are they seem to be worth quite a lot. Uh, and there, and it's it's also kind of a deep quarterback class. There are other really competitive names uh, in the field, so even the top two um, uh, might not be might not be the thing. But I think that I actually think that the Bears, the Bears are an organization that has never had a good quarterback. I don't know that they know Jordan what that's Love would have like. been the best quarterback they've ever had this year if he was on their team. Sure, I don't I don't know that they know what it's like. So I think that they're probably gonna they're gonna stick with their guy. You know what I think is interesting. I heard this commentary, is that the way people, Eric Giannunzio, just to kind of, like, people, and myself included in the past, the way people have talked about Lamar is the way people should be talking about Fields. Hmm. Run first, bad passer. He's an atrocious passer. Yeah, mm. and I think G's mm. point is al- has always been. Takes sacks like crazy. Yeah, I think his point has always been you can't, say that these guys are pass-first quarterbacks, that right. without their legs they are not the unicorn quarterbacks that they are. Um, personally, I think that the Bears should go all in on Justin Fields. I don't think that they've been playing him well. I don't think the referees have been refing him the correct way. He has been taking shots that if he had a different last name, he would not be allowed, they wouldn't be allowed to do that. Uh, he has hit after the play consistently when other quarterbacks are not. So I think that next year... Let him play the way he played the last half of the season comparatively to the beginning of the season where they tried to make him a pocket passer when no one has ever said that he is going to be that. So that's my take on the Bears. Can I also make another nomination? I don't I don't ever want to hear what's the quarterback's name for Jacksonville Jaguars? Trevor Lawrence. I don't want to say his name ever again on our podcast. He has lost the right to be Trevor. He is now Tracy. I will call him okay. here here on forward until he wins a playoff game, Tracy. Wow. And if I misspeak, I owe a dollar. Would you, now that you've just brought him up, would you classify him officially as a bust? No, but I'm. he is not to the accolade of what people have been putting him as. In, is there a team with a more disappointing season? Just off the top of your head. Any, any team more disappointing 2023 season than the Jags? Yeah, I mean. The Can you way think the, of a team? Probably not off the top of my head. I almost wanted to say Seahawks. Seattle. I was just about to say maybe Seattle, but that's tough. I mean, they basically have the same record that they did last year. They hoped to ascend, but they achieved what they did last year and just barely missed the playoffs by like a. How about maker. how about this Vegas? What were their aspirations yeah, for this year? They started. They, they put in a lot of a lot of money into a lot of players. This, I, I mean, they paid seventy two million dollars to Jimmy G. I almost would say like Raiders and Chargers, though. Like, you take them out of the equation because they lost their head coach and they were always – and Chargers, like, 
Oh, Chargers could be up there. Austin Eckler probably might go down as one of the most disappointing seasons of a player in recent memory. But the moment they lost their coach, you're like, yeah, they're done. I mean, they were done because of, like, I was not a Chargers believer going into this season, but I could see the optimism for Chargers fans. But the Jaguars are in a position where they were competing in the divisional round last year, and and they were counting on making the playoffs. I, to miss is a huge I would agree. fall from grace. I would from agree Houston, who was the second overall pick, to winning the division, Trevor Lawrence. Ch- I tra- would agree. One dollar. I would agree Tracy. that they're, they're the most disappointing because of where they were in the midpoint. They were 8-3 mm. and three with like a 96% chance to get to the playoffs, and they only won one game at that I'll point. give it to Rick. even asked us last week, like, could the Jaguars miss the playoffs? And I was like, we all were like, what? I was like, eh. I to did, Tennessee. I did, I did have pick to lose no, Okay, get your, get your shots on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Black Monday was two days ago, guys. Uh, it's when a lot of the coaches in NFL are fired. We've had quite a few coaches that are fired. Um, we had... Ron Rivera fired from the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel fired from uh, Tennessee Titans. We had Arthur Smith fired from the Atlanta Falcons. We had Pete Carroll. Yep. I don't know about fired. I don't know. The word is he's no longer their head coach. He's going to take an advisory role, similar to like what Bruce Arians did at the Bucks. Uh, for yeah. the Bucks. Yep. Um, probably going to have Bill Belichick joining that group soon. Our next question is about college football. Nick Saban. Retires from Alabama, Jeez. probably about three or four hours. Who do you guys got replacing him? Amazing. You guys are big college football fans. You, know, you just talked about how much you watch and love Michigan. You must know a coach out there that should well, take so his place. Go ahead, guys. With Michigan, probably Urban Meyer. I think is available <laughs> for a coaching position. So the thing is with Michigan, with like with Harbaugh, they basically have a guy that they've been grooming to take over for Michigan, and they've talked about. I don't know if I've heard that same narrative around Bama that they have like a guy that they know like they're ready to take over. Not on staff. They just hired Tommy Reese this past year from Notre Dame to be their offensive coordinator. So So I guess I they would probably go outside hire. Now in the coaching world of like college, I don't know that many names. I could see an NFL coach that just got fired jumping back down though. Possible. Hey, I don't know. Oh. Saban's been coaching Bama for forever, like for always, as long as I can remember. And quite honestly, there's always going to be – like it's even like if you were trying to be like, oh, who's going to land this job over here? Who's going to land this job over here? And it's a bunch of coordinators. I don't even know who they are. Sure. So um, I, I don't know. I can see the Oregon head coach Manning uh, taking a, a shot out there. Um, that's kind of the favorite from what Twitter has been – or X has been saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just don't want uh, – Marcus Freeman to go anywhere from Notre Dame. I really like him. He's undefeated in that quarters if he looks amazing in it. So, uh, I don't know who's going to take it. I'm going to go with, um, let's think of an NFL coach. I could see Dan Quinn going down. There's rumors of Dan Quinn. Or Seattle? Yeah, going to Seattle. Or or L.A. (laughs) Let's play this game. Or Chargers. (laughs) Or right. Washington. <laughs> right. Actually, Art. the new running favorite is Harbaugh to go to Washington. Oh, Because gosh. now that that job's open, he could go over there. He's closer to his family, mm-hmm. which was actually a big thing. It's actually a big reason why he's, like, technically said he's stayed 
at Michigan. But he's from California. Mm-hmm. But his fam. But I think all of his family lives in Baltimore. Could get a nice enough deal to just move everybody because his, there. Because his <laughs> yeah. brother's over there, and I think his parents are over there too. Wow. Okay. Right. We have a, uh, a couple questions right here focused on Lions, so we're going to get your take on this, Ian, to start. Should the Lions fans boo or cheer Stafford on Sunday night, says Dan Brooks. And one of our listeners, Elliot Aceteo, writes in, Stafford is enemy number one on Sunday night. Totally unrelated to each other, did not know each other were asking that, yeah. and they hit perfectly. So, Ian, what's your take? So this is obviously By the way, there is a right answer. Go ahead. This has been kind of like a big discourse the last week since this has become the reality. And I think there's a lot of Lions fans, myself included, in like emotional turmoil and like how to feel about this because Stafford was with the Lions for 12 years. He was basically the only reason the Lions were competitive for a good portion of that. He was a lot of fun to watch, gave 120% every time he was out there, and he did a lot for the city. So it's, it's hard not to like Stafford. And so I don't know if I were at the game, I probably wouldn't boo him. But the moment that ball is kicked and that game is on, all bets are off. He is no longer – he is the opposing quarterback at that point. I'm not cheering for him. Uh, I'm going to be loud while he's out there because you got to make noise. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I think the Lions would be hustling backwards if they did some tribute video for him on the first time he comes back to do, Detroit. I don't think the Lions. They come back next year to Detroit. Yeah, I don't think the Lions are going to do anything for him. I think they'll just kind of let the fans react the way they're going to react. I, I, hope so. I doubt they're going to put anything up there like "Thank you, Matt," because it's playoffs. It's like it's not the time. We talked the about how this would be a great time. matchup, and we're getting it. We're also getting the Mike McCarthy Bowl. Of Packers and Dallas, so uh, I think that's a good point by you, and I would probably lean the same way. Uh, another question comes from Dan Brooks of which coaching vacancy is most attractive. We just talked about kind of some Black Monday openings. Kyle, what would you vote as if you were a head coach and you had the opportunity to go somewhere? I think you've been on record saying a specific team. Who's your team that you think most attractive? I would want to go there. Uh, there are certainly a few that, if I were a coaching prospect right now, I'd keenly have my eye on. I, it's clearly not Carolina. That's the worst. <laughs> um, but the – and I don't know that the Patriots would be either, but I would have a keen interest in the Chargers. Uh, that's worthy of a look, but probably my winner is Washington. Washington is under new, very deep pocket ownership. And it's also bringing in a new GM at the same time. And I kind of like that combination of coming in with the GM at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and kind of, and they're equipped with the ability to like huge cap space, very deep pocket ownership, a pairing of a GM and a head coach, and not a terrible roster to build upon. That's a good point by you. I, I've, I haven't heard a lot of people say Washington, but it makes a lot of sense, they especially the get, pairing-wise. I think that's a good yeah, point. They did get some draft capital for tra- trading away some people, too. And they're the third overall draft pick. Yeah, That's so something they, to start with. They do have that. Is Are we done with coaches being fired yet? We're not. Patriots technically haven't technically. Patriots haven't done anything. Now, the rumor is that Mike... Or a Mike Tom, like oh, Tom. Mike McCarthy is on the hot seat. Did you hear Jerry Jones talk about him? 
No, I Jerry not. Jones was interviewed and said, what did you think about Mike McCarthy's coaching this year and his future with the team? And he said that'll depend on how we play in the playoffs. Oh, so, I, in other words, I doubt he's going to get fired. You're playing for your job right now, Mike. I, I doubt McCarthy's going to get fired. He's been there. But what owner says years. that? <laughs> Jerry Jones yeah. is crazy. Who, who are you going to say? I'm sorry and cut you but off. But you have the Mike Tomlin was still one of those conversational no, points. No, I, now we now here's the thing: Mike Tomlin and Pete Carroll to me are very similar, though, in terms of where they were at with their team. And I can almost understand why you would fire Mike Tomlin. Because the last playoff game they won was in 2016. That's kind of a that's a hot minute ago. Sure. And they have been pretty stagnant since. They haven't done a whole lot. Now you can blame quarterback situation, whatever you want, but it, that's a long time to be kind of like plateaued out where you're just a occasional playoff wild card team that gets bounced out immediately. He gets a lot of appreciation because he has a winning record overall. Like he's never had a, a losing season, but, and he's got a Super Bowl to his name, but his Super Bowl came very early on in his career. And he hasn't been back since. And he's only been close, I think, maybe like once or twice since then. I just think I can understand. I'm not saying they should fire Mike Tomlin, by the way. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I could get it if they did because the team is stagnant and you almost like need to break up and you need a change. You need something like a spark. So I could see I could see it. Okay, that's fair. And I think their quarterback play has been def- definitely yeah. subpar for an extended amount of time, even the back end of uh, Ben Roethlisberger's career. Last question. Justin Matson, our resident what fan, Kyle? Vikings. Oh, I love you, Justin. Which team has the least at stake in these playoffs? We know which one of these teams has the most. And please don't give a six and seven seed re- with the basing of their record only. Least at stake? Interesting. Well, wait, I how, would we actually... know who has the most? Who has the most at stake? I think the Chiefs. I think the Niners have the most. Actually, I might even say Baltimore because you know stars are kind of aligning for them to. Yeah, if Baltimore right, doesn't you're getting win, into the playoffs healthy. Like if the Baltimore doesn't win, and what they've done. The Baltimore. If the Baltimore's, <laughs> I'm gonna start calling them that. The Baltimore's. Uh-huh. If they don't win, I think that is a failure for them. Considering what they've done this year. So those year, are the most high stakes, but what, he, what he's saying is who's the least. I would say the Rams. Right, right. I Sorry, think the I Rams. Just because he said we know, and <laughs> it made me stop. I would say the Rams, and I know they're a six seed, but it's not because of their record. It's because this was supposed to be a rebuilding year. Their they expectations all, were so low. They are very low. And Green Bay is another really good team. Oh, God, you took my answer. That's my answer. They're so I think young. Green Bay is like maybe th- – two years ahead of schedule yeah. in terms of, like, their team makeup that they have played their way into getting, you know, Reed at wide receiver. Watson hasn't really been great this this year. Like, yeah. Tunyon, yeah. nothing, you know, like, right. this is – Aaron Jones was great but <laughs> sat out a lot of time for injury. A.J. Dillon was up and down. Yeah. Like, their team has been up and down, and it's just 
it's cool to see that they're in the playoffs and they made this. I mean, happy for you, Kyle. But, like, it's just one of those teams there. I don't think there's a ton of stakes related to them. Like, if they lost first round, like, I think they'd say this season was still a success. Mm -hmm. There's very few teams that can say that. And I'm not saying based on their record. That's 100% the case for Houston, 100% the case for Cleveland. Uh, I think right now these are teams that at this point should be feeling like we could celebrate now. Like we've exceeded expectations quite a lot. The crazy thing for me with Houston and Cleveland playing each other, one of those two teams is going to (laughs) continue a dream run right now. Yeah, you're right. It is nuts. Because I never would have expected to see one of those two in the divisional round, and we will. And we will. And the fact that the Browns or Houston, either one of them, I think people would be happy to see too, which is not what I thought I'd be saying about the Browns at the yeah. beginning of this season. They're lovable underdog now. <laughs> they're back with it's, Flacco, it's not, who's elite. I was going to say, the only reason they're it's lovable so is because of Flacco. Yeah. Everyone loves the story. And yeah. his face. I mean, he's I a can't fox. believe this. I can't believe they even lost Nick Pizza. Chubb. <laughs> they even lost Love Nick you bring Chubb that for the season. They have lost like, a lot of players. Left Chubb tackle, right tackle, speci- Chubb, He's a Watson. special running back who's been through a lot and just giving it his best every year. And it doesn't even get to participate in this. It's ridiculous. Uh, good old anyway. Chubsters. Yeah, good old Chubb. All right, our biggest news besides uh, this, did we miss anything on here, guys, that you guys really wanted to hit on? Baker's back in the playoffs. The Eagles yeah. are stumbling in after losing to the Giants. Woof. Yeah. I am not confident in the Eagles. Oh, man. Let's I move think, on. Tough I time. think the Eagles are going to get bounced out. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on to our weekly segment. Uh, I'm going to start us off today. We're going to do um, the chiropractor award. For those of you that don't know, a chiropractor, they always have your back. And this player definitely has his teammates back. Well, I apologize to DA because the play was was victory. Uh, But I also explained to DA that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have a team morale, and I ask the guys, I say, guys, like, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team, and and I understood from DA's perspective. So I I, I give him that. But DA didn't condone that at all. You know, he he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it, and, man, we got an interception to the one-yard line. You know? Like, yeah. so if 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 we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Right. You know. So uh, Tyron wasn't in on it, was he? No, Tyron was not not in. <laughs> no, but, just but it was it was a, it was an offensive mean, team stopping discussion. The, stopping uh, the one. However, when you when you return the ball to the one yard line and you have that opportunity, we just had that opportunity and uh, and we decided. Do you think it's the kind of thing though that is forgotten fairly quickly, or you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it should be forgotten, especially when the score is already forty-one seventeen. Uh, <laughs> oh my I, love, I love that. Line. I love everything about that. The, for those of you that don't know, it's Jameis Winston. That's the winner of the chiropractor of the of the week award, right there. Jameis Winston called an audible on the one yard line while in the victory formation to give Jamal Williams the ball while up forty one to seventeen against the Atlanta New Orleans Saints or against the Atlanta Falcons. This is Saints Falcons, two teams that are not in the playoffs. They, they are two know. teams that really hate each other. They're and both playing for nothing, just a division by Oh, they will. Jamal Williams had zero touchdowns after having 16 last year for the Lions. He had zero going into this game. And at the line of scrimmage as a team, their coach turned and said, Dennis Allen said, I want you to go up there, victory formation, take a knee. Yeah. And instead, Jameis and the team decided we're going to give Jamal the ball in the victory formation and get a touchdown. Yeah. 
Yeah. Afterwards, Arthur Smith, who is now fired, who was the Atlanta Falcons lost coach, his lost oh, his mind, yeah. said this is effing bull crap. You Which, know, and he has a right to he's be got mad. a right. He's got a right. <laughs> but like the funny thing is immediately, like we're all like, Oh, why is he getting so mad? You know, just stop him. That's kind of my always been my take. And then you go to the locker room yeah. afterwards and you get to hear Jameis Winston, teammate of the year. He's got your back. Like this guy is amazing, and he isn't going to throw anyone under the bus. And my favorite is what we cut off with: of was it disrespectful if we scored and made it forty-one to set or forty-one to fourteen before? Uh, it was just great. I you love know, him. What yeah, the that... reporters started to challenge him and kind of call it disrespectful, and he gets really defensive later in the yeah. in the interview. What I think really what that is, I don't think anyone disagrees with what they did with what Winston, especially after hearing him talk. Yeah. I agree. What it Arthur really, Smith looks petty, yeah, fussy what it, about it. What it really signals is how how the hell does Dennis Allen even have a job now? You have to fire him. I, lost I, agree, I agree he, with clearly that. Clearly he doesn't have the respect of his team. If they're going to be like, well, we don't give a shit what you just told us. We're going to go do our own thing. Like, <laughs> right. If your team is already doing that, they don't have any respect for you. And your second-string quarterback is more of a leader Guys, than you. Guys, Jameis Winston's the same quarterback that got suspended, and then they like the coach showed him. Hey, you're not playing this game. And then he showed up on the field in full uniform that game in college. <laughs> this is the same quarterback. This is the guy that ate W's off of his fingers. Like he, he can do no wrong. He's special. He's he awesome. Really, he really I love is. Jan. I mean, please stay I'm, in the league. Forever. I wish he had a starting job. Honestly, he's he's an exciting player. Oh, there might I be uh, oh, might be some, some openings. Yeah. <laughs> a little right, gunslinger Vikings. right there. I like it. I like he's he's wow he's Vikings. Justin Manson doesn't deserve that. Could yeah. you see him in purple though? Oh, could I ever? <laughs> Has, oh how gosh. many players can you think of who are more like step back and vomit all the time? He's he's a grip and rip it kind of guy. Burf, arf. Uh Kyle, can you give us our mild or moderately? Interesting segment for kind you today. Interesting. Kind you of. had a lot of data last last week about MVPs. I challenged you to bring offensive player of the of the year. Did you get those or, or oh, is no, that? I, no, I didn't even consider. Wasn't it. even worth. No, like, <laughs> didn't even think about it. Sorry, sorry. I'll shut the hell up. I Go worked ahead. so hard. I'll on mute bets. my mic. Go ahead. I worked so hard on that. I can't that, hear you. I thank you, thank you. That's great. That's uh, I worked really hard on that spreadsheet, and uh, in the last week I shared just some excerpts from it, like the data for the seeding of MVP winners. But I wanted to expand the sheet to include stats from a few other things. So I'm looking at mostly statistics for MVP winners for the last 30 years and trying to draw some, extract some interesting insights, just tidbits. It's mildly interesting. I've worked long, far longer on this spreadsheet than hopefully this segment will take. Uh, but some things that I wanted to share. Uh, one thing that I was kind of curious about this is the first topic I'll, I'll, I'll explore, is which particular uh, metrics are most strongly correlated with winning the award? MVP? Yeah. Okay. We know that in the past 30 years, uh, it's been mostly quarterbacks. Uh, I want to say three or four running backs have won the award. Uh, let's see, going back, that's going to be one, two. Adrian Peterson. Three, four, five. So in the last 30 years, an Emmett Smith... A uh, Terrell Davis, uh, Barry Sanders, Ladanian Tomlinson, Sean Alexander, Adrian LT. Peterson. Yep. Oh, Sean Alexander, what a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's six, maybe? The rest were quarterbacks. Which quarterback stats are most strongly correlated 
with guessing. winning the MVP award and how did those kind of kind of stack up? So what I was looking at, um, I charted here in this table the the rank that each quarterback had that year for their for each particular stat. This was meticulously done, okay, and it was very it was very painstaking. Uh, so you worked hard on this. For I looked at passing yards, passing touchdowns, passer rating, completion percentage, pass attempts, yards per attempt, and interceptions, and I totaled up their rank uh, in their MVP season for each of those numbers. So for passing yards, if you had the most passing yards in the league, you were one. If you had the second most, you were two, and so on for all of these statistics. And then what I'm trying to do in this particular table is examine which of these stats really strongly connect <clears throat> traditionally with the MVP winner. You guys have any conjecture at this I, point? I'm going to guess it's something like caveman and just like touchdowns. Like touchdown leader is probably most likely to be the MVP compared to anything else. I, You said passer ratings on there? Yeah. Now that does that include like their uh, TD to interception ratio in that number, most of the time? It is that is a factor in the rating calculation. I'm I uh, yeah I think I'm gonna go passer rating because I feel like that rating encompasses a lot of things, so it's probably gonna correlate with success. Hit us with it, Kyle. Interesting that you guys say that because at the way that I have arranged the data, those two statistics are a tie for exactly equal uh, factor uh, in the MVP Look at that. Uh, equation. Tie for the most significant factors. Oh, I'm waiting for him to say yeah. least. Uh, passing touchdowns and passer rating. So what I, what I ended up doing was um, looking at all the quarterbacks who had a, uh, for these stats, ranked in like the top five for one of them like you this year this mvp ranked one in the numbers one through five for total passing yards or total passing touchdowns or total passer rating etc and then averaged all of those numbers to basically suggest uh the average ranking that a quarterback is when they win the mvp award for this particular set so, for both passing touchdowns and passer rating, the average ranking for the season is 2.27. So, this means that, on average, quarterbacks who win the MVP award are between two, or around two, between somewhere between two and three in terms of, in terms of their ranking for passer rating and passing touchdowns in the season. Doesn't surprise me. And, on average... Total passing yards, they're closer to five, just a little under five, 4.88 mm-hmm. uh, is their average. So on average, there are usually around four passers in the league who have more total passing yards than the MVP winner in a n- normal average season. Hmm. Um, and on average, there's usually a quarterback who has a better passer rating and maybe a quarterback who has more touchdown passes than the eventual MVP winner. That's on average. Not isn't always the case. Passer passing completion percentage, that's an average position of five point five. Pass attempts, eight point seven. The interesting thing might even be that they could be different people who are the passing yards and passing touchdowns. And mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive to be two and two for, you know, passer passing yards, 
passing touchdowns, completion percent. Like those, that's pretty impressive to be up high there consistently for many things. That's right, moderately right. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind, it kind of is. Uh, and if you were to examine this data, you'd probably have more to say about it. I wanted to look at a couple of other things because I was started to like look at all the winners of this award over the past 30 years on an individual level and see kind of where they stack up. Like which of these seasons were really some of the best MVP seasons we've really seen and which were some of the more underwhelming, still still MVP winning seasons. And uh, again, this is really, I'm looking at just mostly the stats for the quarterbacks Uh, on one, on one row, I've just got total yards. Uh, this is a combination of rushing yards and passing yards uh, for every quarterback. Um, oh, actually, for running backs too. And uh, this, and then I have them ranked from one to thirty on who accumulated the most total net positive yards uh, for their team in their MVP season. You guys want to make any conjecture about like who's first and who's last? How about some like some top, top fives? Some top candidates. Top fives. I'll, I'll pick. definitely share with you the top five in the in the bottoms. I'll say Lamar Jackson's in there. I think the Peyton Manning Denver yeah uh, season is in there. Sure. I think the Tom Brady oh, seven uh, season with Moss is in there. Um, gosh, who else would I put in there? An Aaron Rodgers season when they went fifteen and one. Yeah, that's a good one. We'll just go with those four. How about those four? Okay. Okay. Um, You're missing a couple critical ones. Now, for one, I'll say that Lamar's uh, 2019 MVP season, he is ranked 18 out of 30 in terms of total yards. That that doesn't surprise me. He had a lot of running yards that season. It's combined. This is combined. Oh, it's combined. Yeah, I'm combining. That's uh, stunning that it's combined and he's still 18 out of 30. Yeah, he had 3,100 passing yards and 1,200 rushing yards uh, in that season. And that combines for 4,300, which puts him at position 18 out of 30. Uh, If you put it, look at this year's stats, he's at 14 out of 30 because he actually has more. Total numbers because this year he threw for 3,600 and rushed for 800 uh, yards. Go Lamar. Look at that. So, actually, a better uh, net positive yard, uh, season this year. Okay. Most How about it, some other ones? Interesting How about on that. We, most of that's passing, too, compared. Right, right. Rushing was down, passing was up about 500 yards. And so, yep. just interesting. So, the top Moderately. five. The top five. Uh, could you, could a, wait, wait, wait. Could a player be on there multiple times in this top five? Yeah. Because totally. then you could almost have Aaron. Because Aaron Rod, Peyton Manning, I could see being on there a couple times. Maybe then. more than once. Okay, but he said we're missing critical ones. So let's hear yeah, it. Number five. Are. Number one. Or let's work five to one. Okay. Number number five. Number five. five. Dun, dun. Number five. The Tom Brady, Tom Brady 2007. So we knew that one. Boom, baby. Net 4,904 yards. Number, number four. four. That is 2016 Matt Ryan. Oh, wow. That was a good season. 5,057 yards. Julio, Roddy White. Gosh, I forgot how. Is that Tony Gonzalez on that team too? No. No, I don't think so. Number three. He had already retired. Where is three? Three, three, three. The number three. Right there. 2013 Peyton Manning, Denver Broncos. Yeah. Let's go. 5,446. So we've got five, four, and a three. 
Number two. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got to be in here. Somewhere. He's got to be. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wow. How didn't we say Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes, 2022. Last year? 5,608 total yards. That's so dumb. That's 5,200 passing and 350 so rushing. I can't believe we did forget him. Kind of <sighs> We're so stupid. Go ahead. Hit us with number one. You're going to punch us in the face. It's got to be. There's. I can't believe there's not Aaron Rodgers in there. Number, number one, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, 2018. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh. We're idiots. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, twice. 5,792 Well, how far yards. down do you have to go before you hit Rodgers? Rodgers' best season. That's a great question. Let's see. Because uh, he's got go. four. He's the only other one with Peyton with four. <laughs> so I would have thought he would have had a. I hope does. it's like 30, 29, 28, 20. Okay, so 2021, <laughs> that is ranked 21 out of 30. Twenty The year prior, 2020, was ranked 13 out of 30. Let's go. It's still pretty far down. Uh, his 20, whatever that is, 2014 season, nine okay. out of 30. That's pretty good. And okay. then his other MVP award is uh, his first one in whatever year that was, 2011? Yeah, is six, actually. Oh, so, mm, you we were so you guys were pretty close. Not really with the right year, uh, but uh, Just he, did, he did have a top was, six. That wasn't his Super Bowl year, was it? No. No, no it was. Oh, was, was it? Wow. They Well, they won in 2011. Was it the 2011 were, regular I season? I thought his Super Bowl year, It's hard for me to remember Packers. Six, I tried to work for them. Yeah, you might be right. He, like, that might have been following their Super Bowl run. He won the MVP after. There maybe, was a season right. he was 15-1 and one and got bounced out by the Giants at home. And yeah. that, I thought, was one of their more impressive. I think I think you are correct. Okay. Any yeah. other mildly interesting data you want to pull out of this? You know, there's a lot going on here. Um, I really like that one. I think that's a good one to end on there, Kyle. Yeah. I think that was a good one. I like it. Sure. I would have never thought. How did we forget Mahomes? We're, how are we... Probably because recency professional bias. media and do that recency bias too. He hasn't been; they haven't been very good yeah. this year, so we weren't thinking about him. I think from a, if you're looking at just a passing, uh, a purely passing quarterbacks MVP season, the most dominant and clear authoritative MVP winner in this era was the 07 Brady, because he was first in. Passing yards, first in passing touchdowns, first in passer rating, um, first in completion percentage, seventh in pass attempts, and first in yards per attempt. Uh, so it was overall like the most clear-cut dominant winner in his MVP season. There was a tweet that had like uh, Nico Collins and C.J. Stroud when the game is on the line, and it was Patrick or uh, clips of Tom Brady throwing it to Randy Moss in the <laughs> 07 season. It was amazing. I loved it. Uh, Ian, you got some blind rankings for us today? Yeah, we've been talking a lot about a lot about MVPs. There's a different award, an award that you know, a deep boy, coach of the year. Coach of oh. the Year. Oh, You're going to make us rank Coach geez. of the Year candidates. Now, I'm not going to make you rank who you think is going to win. I want you to rank out Ooh. of these five who we guys want. who you want. Uh, oh, fun. Classic Ian right yeah, here. Yeah, make it okay. more fun for us. These are the five coaches that I was like, these, th- several of them are deservedly in the They all have a shot. They all yeah. have a shot to me. You could be swayed on any of these. I think you could. I Crap. think you could. We'll start with one that maybe has less of a case. Because he hasn't been mentioned, but I think maybe he should be 
John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. The Ravens have been doing something crazy over there, and I don't think he's gotten a lot of credit. He's getting number five for me. I'm, I'm putting him there, too. I think he's in the conversation. It's not silly for you to suggest him. He'd probably be five for me, too. But. He's five because of how they treated Lamar Jackson during the entire offseason. And every coach that said that they didn't want him last year has been fired. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's yeah. well, all four coaches that were fired on Black Monday or earlier were teams that said they were not interested in now the MVP of the league. Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. Poetic. There's another one. <laughs> Next one. Kevin Stefanski, Browns. Oh, you know, he's done something special over there. The fact that he got the Browns to the playoffs when they probably shouldn't have with all those injuries. Is he's in my number two. I'm he's going three. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I, I like what he's done with the group that he's done it with. Yeah. Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur is going four with for me. Matt LaFleur, I like it. I feel like what he's done getting Green Bay to the playoffs on a year where no one. If he. Right. Figures that they should. That feels like the kind of coach that would get that kind of award. Sure, to me. that's fair. Sure, right. I'm giving him four. All right, here are, these these two. I'm going to be interested to see where you put them because I think these are the top two. Dan Campbell, number one. I put it I, before you even started. I put it him at number one. I wrote him in there before you started this game. I saw that. He's number one. Now Marshall probably already knows who I'm going to say next. I'm putting him at three because I you want. D'Amico, D'Amico Ryan's, Ryan's at number one. Yeah, I he's want D'Amico. Great, he's at, a great I want two. him. Nobody moved there. The the gap that they have covered from one season to the next, I think, is very impressive. But I all, can I give you my take on coach of the year in general, like for all sports? Oh yeah, it's the who were we wrong about the most, and we can't figure out why. Let's credit the coach. Right, like that really is the award. Yeah. Um. I don't think that uh, D'Amico Ryans did an amazing job of coaching their quarterback when C.J. Stroud was out. I thought they were terrible without him. The players are the ones that are earning some of these pl- these coaches' checks. It's Bill- also a bullcrap award because these coaches very shockingly often get fired very quickly after. True. I, Ron I, we Rivera could give this- won it. Uh, uh, Eberflus Vrabel won it. We could Vrabel give this to Mike it. Tomlin, and Ian was going to fire him five minutes ago. We could just keep going. <laughs> I I was going to fire. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, just I know. I case. just put words in. <laughs> but like it is, it's an arbitrary. Uh, Didn't award. Jason Garrett win it? Probably. Gosh, he so me many fired coaches NBC. won. It's like a meaningless award. It does now nothing I want to go back you. and look to see next year. Maybe it could be mildly interesting. Next, next year, Brian Dable gets fired. I, like I almost guarantee it. Brian Dable will get fired next year. Yep. It is an interesting award. But that is also why I had another one if we want to do a different ranking as well. I is it about fruit? It is not about anything oh. like that. Or we can save it. Let's save it. We can save it for next week. Let's save it. It's still valid for next week. Because I need a little bit of time to hear about your guys' fantasy update. What? I need to hear about how your league ended. Last week, we did not Man. talk about well, how the league ended, and we need to talk about First of all, YouTube played for third and fourth place. I Who lost. won? I, I did. It was close. <laughs> it was close. Good game. But I. Uh, Good game. Good game. I I was in trouble. I had uh, a couple guys just not performing. I had Pollard, and I had to put him in because mm. Josh Jacobs was. You still should have traded Pollard early in the season. I man. tried. He, just, he sucked for he you. He sucked. He was terrible. That's Trash. actually how I knew. I felt pretty good about that Cowboys game because I was like. I know enough about how shit Pollard is. 
that I feel like we could win this game. Now, your championship game was Rick and... His name was... He was actually one of Addison's friends. Oh, okay. That got I, Who won? Not, I'm not delighted that our Rick league lost. Was, Rick lost. Oh. Our league was won by somebody we don't even know. He I got... So Sorry, Rick. I, wrong button. I'm not thrilled about this. My brother told me about this guy. And he's in like 10 fantasy leagues and is like... You win them all? He's like... Very good. <laughs> Why did we allow him into our league? I did well. I didn't know this. Okay. Is he allowed next year? No. We can, no we next can. year. That's a strict rule. Only people that we personally know or are like a show fan or something like that. Strict we rule. Do, we can do that. But it was funny wow. because he did. You know his name? His name was like Lanny. Was or is? His well, username is always Lanny Man Can or what it was whatever it was. Yeah. But funny enough. The other guy that my brother brought in that we didn't know, KJ KJ Fall. Fall was the worst. Dead last. <laughs> Dead last. He him. only won two. <laughs> he only won two games. Auto drafted, and well, so oh, what a Lance. terrible. So yeah. both of those guys auto drafted. Both of them did. It is sick. Disgusting. And, and the the winner really only was rocking like one quarterback and finessed his way through it. Yeah. That's it was true. actually wow. kind of impressive. Rick got second place. Props to him for a great season. I actually placed third against the odds with like a barely above 500 record. Uh, I don't know how I got third. Um, but I'm happy with it. Happy with my result. You excited? To, you guys going to do it again next year? We were both in the, the, the top half of the group. We totally were. Yeah. Doing it again next year? I, I think so. Yeah. Good. I, I don't mind doing fantasy. It's pretty easy. Let's move on to our last little bit here. Actually, we're going to put all of our picks for what we're going to do for playoffs, but let's talk about our must-watch game of the week. Uh, there were two in my head that I'm, I'm picking on here. We're a hometown podcast here, so I think Detroit Rams, the storylines just line up really well. We've talked a lot about that. I'm going to tell you what my backup is. It's on Peacock. Miami. Chiefs and Miami. I think that game is going to be great. I think they have honestly both really stumbled into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of them is going to explode. That and game, and I just, that is a game that, like, you could look at could be 60 to 20. Either way. The funny thing about this game is that it is currently forecast. It's supposed to be, like, negative 16 degrees. Without the wind Holy chill. Holy crap. Without the wind chill. In it's, Kansas City? Yeah. It's going sick. They do believe it's probably going to be the coldest. You guys know I'll be in Kansas City on Monday? Pretty excited for you. Wow. No pod next week with Kyle. So we're deciding whether Ian and I are going to do one ourselves or we'll take the week off. We'll let you guys know. You guys should do it. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. How Let's go. keep the people guessing. Um, we're going to go game by game. Kyle hasn't picked, so we're just going to put him on the spot. Um, so right now, first game Cleveland and Houston. I got Houston. I'm picking a team I want. But oh, you wrote Cleveland. Yeah, but you wrote Cleveland. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm All right, confused. I want Cleveland. Okay. I want Cleveland. Then. Don't change it, guys. Right, I'm then taking I'll, Cleveland. I'll just, pick, I'll just pick off opposite Marshall just for fun. Oh, jeez. Okay, so I picked Cleveland specifically because I'm rooting for Joe Flacco. Okay. Miami. I'm also rooting, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm also rooting for the inevitable Browns-Lions Super Bowl. This in, is, like, the first time in, like, it's like 50 years or something that both of these teams are in the playoffs it's the first time in nfl history that at the same time the cleveland browns the detroit lions and the houston texans are in the playoffs at the same time that's crazy 
Three teams. Pretty epic. Three teams. Three of the four teams which have never appeared in a Super Bowl. And this is why the I was looking at this. It wasn't very difficult to do because there's only so many teams now. Every team in the NFC has won a Super Bowl other than the Lions. So every other team can fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) It's our turn. Okay. Next game, Kansas City, Miami, like I was saying, on the Peacock. Mm Mm-hmm. I got Miami. I, I just I don't know what it is. I just they had Tyreek or Waddle was out last week. They've got a lot of injuries, but I they are limping in with a lot of injuries. I, I think just, that Kansas City has a healthier team right now. They're a weird team that just clicks yeah. and turns it on. So I just got a I don't know, I got a weird feeling about it. I have this terrible analysis on my part. But I am gonna oh. go Chiefs. It's home. It's gonna be cold AF. Taylor. I, don't Swift. think Miami's mm. gonna do well in the cold. Okay. And they are not. I I like Mike McDaniel's, but they just do not play well against good teams. Right, and their defense is just. I mean, it's just like. And I watched right. that game with Buffalo and Tua, bro. That ain't. That ain't. That ain't it. Stuff. <laughs> uh, next game, we're going Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Oh, you said that you were going opposite of me, so you have the Chiefs. Correct. Okay. Uh, Buffalo and Pitt. Who do you got here, Kyle? Going Steelers. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) This is the dumbest pick ever. They're missing TJ Watt. They're starting Mason Rudolph. I don't know what's going on with Mason Rudolph's only good in December. You know Rudolph. You know he's three and zero since he started this season. Three and zero. Who cares? Well, he's what a guy. According to you, he's about to go four and zero. Yeah, totally. Uh, Ian and I both have Buffalo. Buffalo. Circle the wagons. I think Buffalo. And the Ravens are going to be the final two. What an awkward, weird run. Those Buffalo is crazy. Years. They went from the 11th seed to the two seed. I, I didn't know that that was possible for them to get the two seed. It's crazy. What a run. Crazy. And they looked not great. Do it. How did they even do Josh it? Josh Allen looked awful in that game. There were teams I'm that- telling you, cannot. I if you watch that game, you can't tell me this dude's a top five quarterback. He played awful. And they won in spite of him. It's he was throwing fadeaway throws to the end zone mm-hmm. and getting interceptions. Uh, the touchdown that he threw in the first half was deflected off of someone's hands that should have been an interception and I, then doinked up to have a guy tiptoe catch it in the back of the end zone. Crazy. I saw I was watching that play and I was <sighs> I was confused at what happened. I was like, how the hell did they like what was that throw? Definitely a team that like looked, looked great on paper if you only look at, but it not great to watch this run. It was a special teams touchdown that was the difference in the game. Yeah. Totally. So I'm picking Buffalo in this, but I'm they're very fraudulent. Next game, Dallas at Green Bay. I got Ooh. Dallas at home because they're a different team at home in the McCarthy Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm I'm taking Green Bay. We <sighs> haven't even talked about McCarthy versus his former team. Ah. <sighs> This is another rematch. All this about Goff and McVeigh. What about McCarthy and <laughs> Haven't did they play? What a sexy matchup that is already? McCarthy and Packers. Uh, did they did they play each other already? I'll check that. I'm what? sure they have. McCarthy's been in Dallas for a while. Uh, I'll check the, it. You the, guys The biggest thing here is it's different is because Green Bay's coming to them. It's not like McCarthy's going to a playoff game in Green Bay with the Cowboys. Right. They're coming to him. So I think it's a little different. I mean, they'll make it. They got to make a storyline out of something here, so right. You got to do what you got to do. We shall see. We shall see. Next game we got on here is the Rams in Detroit. I'm not allowing you to put the Rams there, Kyle. I think that the Rams are going to get this victory, and it's going to be pretty awkward. Actually, 
I, I mean, I, I'm just. But I'm it's just not gonna be awkward it. for you. You're not gonna be here next week. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make you. I'm changing out for you. Okay, that's fine. I refuse. Go Lions! What? No, I'll give them the Rams. No, I refuse. I'll that's change fine. it when you're not looking later. All no, right, it's fine. I'll pick the Lions. I want the Lions to win so bad. You're I want this so, so bad. No, I. I will I, be furious if the Rams I win this game. So mad. I was watching this like quick clip from Undisputed, and I had Richard Sherman on there, and he was like. I can't imagine a worse misery for a fan to feel than watching your old franchise quarterback come in and beat you in the playoffs when you haven't won in 30 years. And I'm like, you're That's right. so true. It's I would so be, true. I'm gonna, it's going to be a special kind of misery if Stafford beats us. This is their year to get not, I'm not even talking Super Bowl. I'm not talking conference championship or even appearing in any of them. I'm talking. Give me the first playoff win in Ian's lifetime. Mm. The well, first one. Memorable lifetime. Okay, what, what were you? I was like a small You were in diapers. Up. You were in diapers. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I give me, <laughs> give me I that first alive. playoff win. I was, you said. This is their year. Give Dan Campbell the honor of being the man who brought a playoff victory Very to the Detroit Lions. At that point, by the way, you can just take Stafford and put him in a box because that would make golf more successful wow. in Detroit than and actually you could oh boy. Actually. you could already have a case for that because golf has done something Stafford never did. Twelve wins. Stafford never did that with us. Division title. Stafford home playoff game. And a home yep. playoff game. But Stafford could do one thing. He could still help the Lions win a playoff game. Pick six to start the game. Oh, come on, baby. Come on, Matthew. Come on, on, Matthew. Come on, Matthew. Ian's head when they're losing 21 to 7 at halftime. I am praying for this. More than anything (laughs) this weekend, I am praying for this. Someone's got to keep us humble. For Jared Goff to be the quarterback, for Dan Campbell to be the head coach. I am praying so hard. Okay. We got one more game, guys. Tampa. And Philly. Who cares? You both picked Tampa, and you picked a team that won nine to nothing against Carolina last week to secure the division. I got Philly. Oh, I'm sorry. You're picking the team that lost to the Giants. They were losing so bad. The Eagles are in free. Fall they were right losing now. so bad right, that I'll they actually had defense. You win. And Jalen Hurts just broke his finger. What hey. the fuck, <laughs> Baker? Mayfield. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast, even though I got yelled at to him there. Usually I end with a fun story. Today we're not going to end with a fun story. I just got to own. The fun story is you picked the Eagles. (laughs) What? Loser. All right, see you guys later.